0: The number one part of wellness, really, is self-care, is taking care of yourself. Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm so glad that you are joining me here today. So I am recording live in Washington, D.C. from my home studio, and there is construction going on next to me, (laughs) so you might hear some noise in the background, but hopefully it won't be too disturbing. So I am really, really excited for today's episode because we are going to talk all about self-care and how to have your own self-care ritual. I don't know if you're anything like me right now, um, but times are just a little crazy. And we're winter, we're going into winter, I should say. And the time just changed if you're in most of the United States. And it's just a really kind of unusual time with everything going on in the world in general. So one thing that we can do to just keep ourselves balanced, because everything in life is about balance, right? <laughs> And part of wellness, the number one part of wellness really is self care, is taking care of yourself. And it's something that we all know we should do, but it's something that often is neglected. Usually we put ourselves last when it comes to taking care of our mind, body, and soul. So I thought today we would use this time to help figure out how you can establish a self-care ritual of your own that you can do every single week. So we're going to go over today how to do it and what it's going to include, mind, body, and soul. We'll focus on the physical part of self-care as well as the energy part. So the first thing really that you need to do is pick a day that works for you. Take a day in your week, whether it's self-care Sunday or self-care Saturday, I find that Saturday, I'm sorry, that Sundays work a little bit better, to be honest, for me, but maybe it's Wednesday, maybe you have a busy week and you just need a timeout in the middle of the week, whatever it is, pick a day, put it on your calendar, carve out some time that you know every single week will be part of your self-care ritual. I even put an alert on my phone to remind myself the day before that I'm supposed to be doing it and again the day of. Um, And also do a rain check for yourself. So, you know, maybe something fabulous comes up on the night you chose. That's fine. Of course, we want to enjoy life and live our life. And if that's the case, then reschedule. Put a rain check on your self-care and move it to another day within the same week. Don't let it go. So, as I said, we're going to do the physical side, which is the beauty, our body, everything that has to do with our physicality, and then our energy side, and that is really taking care of our mind, our energy body. And the reason that's so important is because everything is about energy, right? If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or, you know, just anything out in the media, everybody's talking about energy because it's real. We can measure it. We know it's important, but we don't always do what we need to to preserve our energy, and replenish our energy. It's so important to do that. And one of the best things you can do is carve out time to just decompress and unplug. We want to get rid of all those outside stimuluses. We're being bombarded in this 24-hour news cycle, whether it's elections or the pandemic or a natural disaster or whatever else is going around in the world We can't help but have that affect us. And if it doesn't consciously affect us, it's affecting us subconsciously, trust me. So one of the great things you can do, an easy thing, I always tell all my clients, I tell my friends when I can feel they're like out of whack, is take an Epsom salt bath. I like to start my self-care routine with an Epsom salt bath. And if you haven't done it before, it's super easy. You can buy it at any drugstore, grocery store. It's incredibly inexpensive and they even come in different um, forms now with essential oils. You can get with eucalyptus or with rosemary or lavender. I love the ones with lavender or eucalyptus, and they're very different, right? Eucalyptus kind of helps energize you a little bit, and lavender kind of helps um, relax you. So whether you're taking it in the morning or in the evening, you might want to consider which essential oil. And you just put two to three cups into your hot bath and get in, and as long as you can stand it, to be honest, (laughs) Um, some people love to take a lounge bath and stay you know, 20 minutes or a half hour. And for me, I don't make it much past 10 minutes, to be honest, but I still get all the benefit I need in that 10 minutes. And you can personalize it. You can add in some essential oils. If you have rosemary or lavender growing in your garden, or maybe you want to buy some at your health food store, throw it in the bath. Maybe you're really into this and you love your crystals, throw your crystals in your bath too. It helps clean them and neutralize them. And it's just fun. Light some candles, um, you know, whatever works for you. So, and if you don't have a bathtub for some reason, then you can also do a version of this in the shower. And it's really simple. You can put a bowl in the shower with some Epsom salt in it and essential oils in a place where the water hits it. And it's okay if it overflows and starts to run down your drain. It's not going to hurt anything. But it will fill up the shower with a nice, steamy um, smell that will just help appeal to your senses. It will still help neutralize your energy. And then stand under the shower. Let it pour down on your head. Close your eyes. And just visualize the water washing over you as white light. And let that white light wash down you, taking away All the negative energy, thoughts, emotions, anything that you don't need that's stuck to you that doesn't belong to you, anything that's been in your heart, your mind, your throat that you're ready to release, let it simply wash over you and just take it away and visualize it swirling down the drain. I love that one. I do that one probably two or three times a week, to be honest. Um, So you can do that anytime. But if you don't have a bathtub, that's a really good version of still doing some nice energy self-care. Then I also like to incorporate yoga. So maybe you're an experienced yogi and you do yoga all the time, great. And if not, consider it. Add this into your self-care routine. Pull up YouTube or go to Daily Om or another website that you prefer. There's so much free content out there. Put on a video and do it in your bedroom. Do it on your floor, do it in your kitchen. And just try a gentle yoga. I love um, yin yoga. We did the show last week on yin yoga. I love, I'm sorry, on um, Kundalini was last week, but I've done two shows on yin yoga. And the reason I like both of those modalities is you really don't need to be flexible. You don't need to know all the the poses or terminology. And they're both very gentle and great for your body. I honestly prefer yin yoga in my self-care routine, but whatever works for you. And maybe you want to just do a guided meditation meditation. Put one on, find it on YouTube. Again, like I said, Daily Om, oh, Mind Body Green, um, Tiny Buddha. There's so many great resources out there right now um, that have free content. And I love a guided meditation as well because you don't have to think, it just kind of guides you through a really beautiful story in your mind. And really, meditation, right, is anything that takes your mind off your to do list. And if you're experienced with meditation and you can meditate on your own, which is beautiful take 20 minutes, clear your mind, just really really focus on opening yourself up and it will let the energy just kind of fall out. You can ground yourself, right? You put your feet on the ground or you're laying there and you picture picture roots coming out of your body, going deep into the ground, anchoring you nice and tight, and then visualize beautiful golden energy from the earth Coming up through those roots and filling your body. And then just visualize this beautiful golden energy body, just nice and neutralized and clear. I love, love, love those. So, whether it's yoga or meditation, definitely incorporate that into your self care routine. And if you wanna step it up a notch, there's grounding, as I mentioned, or earthing. And you can go out in nature, put your feet in the bare grass, lay on the ground. You can even do a form of this in your home, which is going to be really important, right? As it's darker in the winter, it's colder in a lot of climates. Um, Maybe it's the rainy season. We're just inside more. Just literally lay on the ground, put your yoga mat or a couple towels and close your eyes really focus on your breath until you can relax yourself. And a great way to focus on your breath, by the way, I know a lot of people say that, but like, what does that mean? How am I supposed to be focusing, (laughs) right? Is just... Take a few breaths on your own until you can feel yourself relax a little bit. Then breathe in for the count of four, hold it at the top of your breath for four, and then gently release it. And do that three or four or five times, breathing in for four and holding it for four, and then releasing, and you'll see how your body just releases. Because your body wants to, your mind wants to, your subconscious wants to, everybody wants to relax, right? So this is a great way to do it. So as you're laying there, again, you can either visualize roots coming out of your body where it's contacted with the ground, going into the ground nice and deep and anchoring you, bringing up that golden energy, like I just mentioned. Or I also like where you're laying there and you visualize yourself slowly sinking into the ground, going not too deep, maybe, I don't know, three, four, five feet below the surface into really nice dark soil, just feeling like a cocoon like hugged and taken care of, and then visualize little bubbles like, like Elka-Seltzer, like soda bubbles, right? Just coming out of your body and bubbling out into the ground, taking with it all of that negative energy, sickness, negative thoughts, anxiety, fear, grief, um, guilt, shame, whatever it is. And really kind of focus, if you're feeling it in your chest or your stomach, your throat, wherever you're feeling, that you need to release these negative thoughts, these negative feelings. Just feel them like bubble out of your body going into the ground, just clarifying you, bringing you back to nature, feeling nice and clean. And then when you're ready, you come back up kind of like a a new little shoot, a little green plant in the spring, how it pops up and is all clean and fresh and eager to see the sun and feel the air. So these are things that work for me. I've done this with my clients. But the more you practice things like this on your self-care routine, you'll find what works for you. Not everything works for everyone for sure. You might be like, I don't want to sink into the ground. That doesn't sound relaxing. For me, it is, right? But if it's not for you, maybe visualize laying in a beautiful field of flowers. And as you're there, the wind's just blowing through you. And as the wind blows through you, it's taking away all that negativity, Just really be creative in your mind. Some people love the ocean. Maybe you're going for a swim. Visualize yourself going underwater five or six times, just feeling that nice, cool water wash over your face, coming up, treading water, just feeling it all around your body. And as you're doing this, the water, the beautiful sea or lake or whatever it is, is just taking away this negative energy. So be creative. And I would love to hear from you, by the way. So if you have a self-care routine that's working, or if you try any of these, share them with me. Find me on Instagram, Michelle Schoenfeld Official. You can always email me, michelleschonfeld.com, because I want to hear what's working for you. I'll share it with the audience, or just because I'm curious. Like It's really interesting to hear what people are doing. Um, anyway, so the other thing that you can do is walk outside. The more you can get out into nature... If it's a beautiful day, if it's not, bundle up, whatever. Get outside, spend 20 or 30 minutes at least. And really, like, this is a time to leave your phone at home or at least turn it off and put it in your bag. And just look up at the sky. Notice what the clouds are doing, what the trees are doing, what kind of sounds you can hear, the furthest sound, the closest sound. Just really be mindful of your surrounding. But the more you can look up at the sky, the better. Because science has proven that big sky totally calms us. Like they've hooked up people's brains like to electrodes, right? And they look at big sky, which is usually the ocean or the mountains where you get this aha moment. But you can do it in your neighborhood. You can do it in the city. You just really try to focus on the sky. That will help as well. And then on days that it's not nice, or maybe you want to do it every week, journal. Journaling is really important. And I go through phases myself where I do it and where I don't. And I can tell you when I do do it, I always feel better. Journaling is a really great way to put down your thoughts, your aspirations, your emotions, whatever it is that you want to do. I love a good gratitude journal. Just sit down and write all the things that you're grateful for that happened to you that week. And maybe you want to say in general what you're grateful for, your health, your home, your family, your friends, um, a promotion, your whatever it is. But I like to focus on what happened that week and being really specific because it makes you focus on all the things that are going right in your life. And no matter how tough things are in our world, in our personal environment, in our lives, there's always things to be grateful for. And you just really have to look. You really have to look sometimes, but they're there, I promise you. So writing them down not only makes you focus on the good things that happened to you that week. But it also puts your mind in a good mindset and it raises your vibration. And anytime we can raise our vibration, right, we're going to start to attract better things, better thoughts, better emotions, just raising it, raising it. That's our goal in life, right, is to raise our vibration and come into alignment. Those are the most important things we can do. And the best way to raise our vibration and come into alignment, right, with our true purpose, like what we're supposed to be doing that makes us feel happy and healthy, Like those days you wake up and you just feel so good, those are days you're in alignment. We want more of those, as many of those as we can get. And it's definitely a little bit of a challenge right now. So self-care is the key. So the gratitude journal, write that down. In fact, maybe even put an alert in your phone that you're going to start a gratitude journal on Sunday at 5 (laughs) p.m. or whatever it is. And even if you don't do it for a couple of weeks, just the fact that it's in your phone and every week reminding you, you'll be surprised one of the times is going to just resonate. You're going to be like, ah, today's the day I need to do that. So that is my little quick self-care suggestion for taking care of your energy and your mind, kind of that part of your self-care routine. And now I want to talk about the physical part. So yes, yoga and walking is a little bit part of the physical, but this is the fun part. (laughs) I mean, things like your beauty routine, things you can do to make your body just look better and feel better. And it's for some people, this is really important. And for some people it's not, but again, life is about balance. And I will be honest about 70% of you listeners out there are women. Actually, I think it was 76 this last quarter. And I love all you guys who are listening. We have a lot of great shows. But even guys love to take care of themselves, right, of their bodies. So I think one of the most fun things to do on a self-care ritual day is do a mask for your skin, for your face. And even my son does this. Uh, I love a good mask. I love um, a charcoal mask, a clay mask. There's so many things out there. You can get on YouTube and make your own, go into Pinterest and find a recipe to make your own. You can buy them at the drugstore, the health food store, Wherever it is, there's so many great masks out there. But really, try to get one that is organic and natural. Um, And you want to steam your face first. Do a nice little steam facial if you can. If you can't, just wash your face with warm water. Put a warm towel, wet towel on it, and hold it for a few minutes. A great way to do a steam facial, and I did this when I was in Turkey during quarantine for those five months, is just boil some hot water on the on the stove, and I put a little rosemary in it because I had it in my garden, and as the steam comes up, just hold your face over it. You can even put a towel, like a kitchen towel over your head to kind of direct the steam onto your face even more. But just let that go in. It opens your pores. It feels good. It goes into your lungs, but it's really going to soften up um, that top layer of skin so it can absorb the mask a little bit better. So do a mask. It's fun. Leave it on. Um, And then also I love a good microdermabrasion or microneedling. And these are things that uh, a lot of people go to a medical spa or their dermatologist for, or even a day spa, but you can do them at home. There's no reason you can't. And it's not necessarily the same level, but you can get a really great benefit. And for those of you who don't know, I made my living in the beauty industry for about 15 years. I co-founded a medical spa. In Washington D.C., and even wrote um, a beauty column for several years. They called me the Queen of Beauty, <laughs> which is kind of funny if you knew how I grew up. Um, but I loved it, loved it, and I learned a lot about skincare. And as we're aging It's really, really important to take care of our skin. But even if you're a teenager or you're in your 20s, like these are things you want to do because preventative is the best. But again, this isn't about vanity. This self-care is just about feeling good. And when we look good, we feel good. And our skin is our largest organ. I'm going to say that again. Our skin is our largest organ. So we want to take care of it. So microdermabrasion, Um, is something that just exfoliates the top layer of dead skin. That's all we're doing. There's fancy forms. There's silk peel and there's hydrofacial and lots of different things that you do, like I said, with a dermatologist or a skincare professional. But at home, you can get microdermabrasion, little tiny portable ones Mm -hmm. that are battery-operated or that you plug in and do yourself. And I have a great one I love, and I do it... I like. I should do it once a week, to be honest, but I do it maybe once a month, and it's fun. And it, you feel it. it's kind of like um, a little bit of sandpaper. It's so little crystals with some suction, and you just wand it over your face, and it sucks up your skin as the crystals exfoliate. It's just a really nice exfoliator. So I highly recommend if you can get one of those, order it on Amazon, go to your local drugstore. They're not hard to find, or you can just get a really good exfoliating scrub. And do like a a Dead Sea or a Himalayan salt. There's so many really great scrubs out there that are exfoliating. And give yourself a nice exfoliating scrub. So microneedling is a little different. And microneedling are literally little tiny needles. So in, like I said, the dermatology office or the medical spa, it's a different level. They go a little bit deeper. And sometimes, if you've heard PRP, they even take your own blood, pull out the plasma, put it on your face. And it helps with uh, producing collagen and it helps kind of jumpstart your skin, um, its health, to be honest. It makes it, oh, just more resilient. Um, it is a really tricky thing. It's really tricky, especially if you're a vegan or a vegetarian. It's almost impossible to produce, you know, to jumpstart your collagen. Um, because you can't take the supplements that are out there. There are oral supplements of collagen, but they come from animals. So microneedling is a really, really great way to improve the elasticity and the vibrance of your skin. It's very good for rejuvenation, for acne scars, um, just for uneven skin tone. or not, Yeah, skin tone uh, and texture. So microneedling you can also do on your own. You can order a little kit. I've even seen them at like TJ Maxx or again the drugstore's. And they're not as deep, but they're still effective. And you want to make sure you cleanse your face incredibly well. Read the directions. I'm not going to go into all that today. But you it's a little roller, and it has little tiny needles on there. And you roll it across your face, and it causes a little bit of trauma. It doesn't really bleed. You know, I don't want to scare anybody. It causes a little trauma. But that trauma, the healing of it, is what gets your skin to produce the collagen. So this is a really fun thing. This is not something you do every week. Maybe you want to do it once a month. And then products. Products really do make a big difference. And my top three, um, not being paid to plug this by any means, but coming from the professional side, my top three companies, if I had to pick, because there's so many I like, would be IS Clinical, um, Revision, and I love the Elastin products. So I use the Revision tinted sunscreen every single day and the eye cream. Can't imagine living without it. (laughs) I love it, love it, love it. And I use a lot of the IS Clinical products, but the Active Serum, again, is a must. When I was in Turkey during quarantine and my products were running low, I was only supposed to be there for six weeks, right? And I was there for five months. I started getting really nervous um, because my products are running low because I love them so much. But there are also some um, good drugstore alternatives. And for your eye, for a good eye cream, I love um, the IS Clinical eye cream, of course. I love the Revision eye cream. But I read an article with some of the top dermatologists in LA and New York. It was a new beauty magazine a few years ago. And they did uh, a double blind controlled study with their patients using olive oil based mayonnaise versus the most expensive eye cream. And the results were pretty much the same, to be honest. And some people in the olive oil mayonnaise group actually felt like their eyes looked better. And the reason why is because it's all about hydration under the eyes. There are definitely uh, peptides and products, growth factor, things that can help with rejuvenation, no question. But if you're in a pinch or on a budget, there are so many other things out there you can use, even simply olive oil, to be honest, or just a really, really moisturizing natural cream. If you have a little hyaluronic acid in there, that's great. That's a great, great hydrator because under your eyes, it's all about hydration. But you want to use really nice products on your skin that are going to help it stay hydrated and protect it from the sun for sure. You always want to be using a sunscreen, no matter what color, skin, or how old you are. That's my number one tip is use a sunscreen. (laughs) So these are just some fun things you can do to take care of yourself physically in your self-care routine. Maybe give yourself a pedicure, maybe do a really good exfoliation in the shower of your skin, whatever it is, but just... Take some time to show your body some love, whether it's your face or your back or your legs or your feet. It doesn't really matter. The whole idea is that you're focusing on you. Focus on you. And if you make yourself a priority at least once a week and have maybe the whole day, maybe it's just two hours, maybe it's 40 minutes, whatever it is, make it dedicated to you. Show yourself that love. It's so important. Um, And then also, you know, sometimes I buy myself flowers, to be honest, and just watch a funny movie or read a funny book. And it's amazing the power of laughter. I sit there and I watch TV or I'm reading the book and I can see the flowers on my table and it just makes me happy. You laugh, you produce serotonin, anytime you smile is a good thing. You can look in the mirror and smile um, and look into your own eyes and smile tell yourself how much you love yourself, even though it sounds a little bit silly, it really does make a difference in your subconscious. It really does help raise your vibration. So anything we can do to laugh and smile is good. Uh, I have an album on my phone that, you know, my favorites album, I have another album that's just all happy pictures it's my kittens in Turkey, it's my children, it's flowers, it's silly pictures of owls and goats and puppies. And just whatever it is that I like that makes me feel good with no judgment, I'll either screenshot it or if it's my own photo, save it. And I put it in the happy folder. And then whenever I want, I just scroll through my happy folder. Because the whole idea is just to feel good, to do anything you can to just improve how you're feeling, I guess. I don't mean to be redundant here. And I have a great producer, by the way, and I never give him a shout out in this podcast. His name is Brandon. And he reminds me when I'm being redundant or when I'm not making my points and when I need to uh, (laughs) go a little deeper. But today is just a fun episode on self-care. So Brandon, this is a shout out to you. I really am so grateful our paths met at the Eaton Hotel a couple of years ago. Um, and you've done a great job helping corral me through Turkey and DC and Texas and Virginia and everywhere else we have both been over this past year. So moving forward, the next thing we're going to do is our mantra and a mantra in this show is more of a positive affirmation. It's something that I want you to tell yourself, the power of positivity, it's no joke, tell yourself three or four times in a row, several times a day over the next week. So today's mantra is, I am strong, resilient, and brave. So I want you to write this down in a sticky, put it in your phone, put it on your mirror, say it to yourself when you're brushing your teeth or washing your face, driving around, wherever. We're going to say it together three times. I am strong, resilient, and brave. I am strong, resilient, and brave. I am strong, resilient, and brave and that is true. We all are. We're all worthy. We're all enough. We were born for a reason. I want to remind you that the best is yet to come for real, whether Mercury's in retrograde, the planets are out of whack, there's a natural disaster, the election, the pandemic, a bad day, a good day, a fight with a loved one, uh, just a day that you're feeling off for no reason, you can't explain it, job issues, family issues, it doesn't matter. You were born for a reason. You were born to be happy. Your true essence is love. Your true essence is happiness. And if you're feeling it, great. Share it. Spread it around. And if you're not, know that it is your birthright. You are worthy. You will be happy again. You will feel better soon. The best is yet to come. I promise you. And the best way to get there is to start showing yourself some love. And the best way to show yourself some love is self-care. So please set your self-care ritual, make yourself a priority. You deserve it. So that's a wrap for today on this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. I hope you have a great week. And until next time, Namaste.